0: Thank you.
1: India's capital, New Delhi, in December last year. A 23-year-old female university student was gang-raped and molested inside a bus, and died of the terrible injuries she sustained. The public took to the streets in an angry uproar, demanding the perpetrators be severely dealt with. The attention of the international community, too, has once again been drawn to India not just as a result of that one particular tragedy but for the fact that discrimination against the female gender is still endemic in Indian culture. Demonstrations against sexual violence have never ceased in New Delhi since
2: there was a sense of anger, there was a sense of helplessness, and that made us all, I mean, personally it made me want to come out in the street and you know do something among about
1: the it. demonstrators I'm is Kritika, a, a university student. She's taken part in many marches and rallies, trying to contribute her effort to defending the dignity and rights of Indian women.
2: When this happened, it came as a huge shock, not because this is uncommon in India but because for the first time it, it was so close to home. So where it happened, the place Munirka, it's literally about one and a half kilometres away from my house. I cross that area every day. So it, it was a huge shock. It, that girl was 23 years old. I'm nearly 22. She. It happened to her in a bus. I use public transport every day.
1: Like Critica, many other female university students remain shocked, feeling frustrated and helpless about prevailing sexism in their country.
2: Somehow this feeling of helplessness, it, it never goes away. As students, as civil society, what, how can we take this forward in a constructive manner? I want to change the mindset of people. I want to change the fact that people blame the victim of rape more than they blame the perpetrator. But I don't as in an individual capacity, I don't know what I can do, and that really bothers
3: me.
4: India has a wonderful constitution. It also has pretty good laws. It is the enforcement. It is the implementation of the laws. You know, we have so many cases in our courts, but not enough judges. So cases can take 10 years, 15 years, 20 years.
1: Kamla Basin has been an international champion of women's rights for over 40 years. She puts a large share of the blame for violence against women on the shortage of judicial and law enforcement personnel. The courts have now a backlog of over 30 million cases, In 2009, a report by the New Delhi Supreme Court admitted it would take at least 400 years to deal with the backlog.
4: The third is the mindset of the judges, of the police, everybody, that a woman, she will be raped, what is the big deal? Or why should a woman go out? Then they give the suggestion she should stay at home or she should cover herself. So every time when a woman is raped, they say women should be controlled more for security. We are saying, why don't you change men? Why don't you tell them that don't do this?
1: Women continue to be sexually assaulted or raped in India every day. Champions of women's rights say it is the indifference of the authorities that is to blame.
5: There are a lot of schemes and plans, you know, which sound very good, but they never reach the ground. This case happened exactly one month after December 16th. It was a seven-year-old minor girl who had been gang-raped by three boys from her immediate community. Only after we called the chief minister's... Uh, crisis cell 181 and there was some pressure from above that they agreed to register under rape you know sexual assault
1: apparently to show it is not indifferent the Indian government has now set up more fast-track courts to expedite sex offense trials in just two months over 600 cases have already been registered But violence against women does not seem to have abated to any significant degree. In this community, for instance, a recent incident of rape has again infuriated the public. As regards legislation, retired judge Verma is in charge of a special committee tasked with studying the possibility of reform. A number of recommendations have been presented to the government, but not all of them have been accepted.
0: (laughs) बारे किसी केस के जो कुछ सिफारिशों को जो सिफारिशों को उसमें नहीं नहीं अभी उन्होंने साफ किया है कि ऐसी कोई बाकी सिफारिशें जो है में नहीं है देश में नहीं है उनके बारे में चर्चा भी तब फैसला
3: We, the women's organizations, are extremely upset with the government. After the gang rape, the Verma committee had been set up and it had made uh, widespread uh, recommendations. But unfortunately, instead of accepting all the recommendations, the government has come in with one hurried sort of half-hearted attempt. They have left out marital rape. They have left out the armed forces from the general law. Uh, You have to get permission to prosecute them. So many aspects of the law, uh, of the uh, ordinance, are not acceptable to us, and we feel betrayed.
1: It's an irony that India was actually the second country in the world to have a woman as its prime minister. But Indira Gandhi was no ordinary woman being the daughter of Nehru, the republic's first prime minister. Despite this piece of history, the United Nations' latest report on gender gap index placed India 113th in a group of 135 countries.
4: In India, we have 1.2 billion people. That means 600 million women live here and they are of different kinds. There are the most educated women in India. And there are 30% women still who cannot read and write properly.
1: Prejudice against the female gender is deep-rooted in Indian culture. Civic organizations in impoverished areas are delivering this message to pregnant women. Cherish your
3: daughter. of a a
5: called laddu and it's very symbolic you know normally it is distributed when a son is born so we are giving it when a daughter is born
1: previously mothers would bemoan their misfortune when they gave birth to daughters however with ultrasound scanning they can now know the gender of a fetus so selective abortions are much more widespread
5: there is still one Hindu custom which is after death uh, of the parents the sons have to light the pyre you know so we have to bring about some changes in in custom why can girls not do that also so basically this is a question of gender equality and our whole women's rights movement is struggling for this
1: According to a report by India's National Commission on Women last year, 30% of the women in the country have been victims of violence and 8% have been sexually assaulted. Civic organizations give dramatic performances to educate the masses about gender equality.
4: Some say we to this <laughs> If this in our children, in our in our families, then we will this गरीबी का भी उसको सामना करना पड़ता है और तीज और शराब पीता उसका भी उसको सामना करना पड़ता है बच्चे पैदा नहीं होते तो सामना करना पड़ता है अगर पति खत्म हो गया उस, उसके जिंदे रहते तो सामना करना पड़ रहा है और हर पल में ये डर रहता कि आ, मेरी इज्जत खतरे में है चाहे वो घर के अंदर हो
0: चाहे
1: Activist Shanti just summed up the difficulties confronting the vast majority of Indian women quite succinctly. According to a joint survey by UN Women and the International Center for Research on Women last year, as many as 95% of the women in New Delhi felt unsafe in public places and 51% of the men in the city reported they have committed sexual harassments or violence against women in public space. Surprisingly, two men out of five fully or partially agreed that women venturing out at night deserve to be sexually harassed.
2: Because my college is about one hour away, so I travel one hour every day in the morning and then in the evening. I use public transport, but at the end of the day there's always this fear at the bottom of my heart. You know, I always if I'm walking on the road, I have to be, always be vigilant. I always have to be careful. I always have to look around. That little hesitation in stepping out after dark, it's still there.
1: Fear of the dangers lurking in the dark make many women stay behind closed doors at night. Rita is one of those hardy, intrepid souls that offer them some sense of security. Trained by a social service group, she's an on-call cab driver who serves only female passengers after dusk falls. <laughs>
0: पर हम उनको नहीं देखते क्योंकि हमें अपने जो काम है हमें आगे बढ़ाना उसको माना कि अलग है दिल्ली में ड्राइविंग करना क्योंकि ये काम सिर्फ जेंट्स करते थे प्रोफेशन तरीके से लेकिन अब हम उनसे कहीं ज्यादा प्रोफेशनल बन के आए हैं और हम ये कर रहे हैं डेली डेली में लोग कहते हैं कि डेंजरस को गाड़ी चलाना इसलिए मैं मतलब जो लड़ Lady या लेडी घ में Dangerous ढरती है उनको दिखाना चाहतीं के डेंजरस नहीं है जब तक हमबाने नलेंगे तबत हमारे डेंजस है जो मेरे में पसजर या बैठते हैं लेी बैठ हैं वह हमारे में सेफ overall
3: the overriding reason why we do this is to provide empowerment to women. And in employing them, we have taken care of another extremely urgent and basic need is security. If we are surrounded by 100 women as opposed to 100 men, we would feel safer. You know, the entire, the entire picture would change, the entire context of women working out at night would change. Yeah,
0: no.
1: India is often referred to as the largest democratic country in the world. But in this democracy, there's always been domination of men and devaluation of women. Many still think that when a woman loses her husband, she loses everything. About 200 kilometers from New Delhi, there's a place called Vrindaran, where there are many charitable sanctuaries for helpless and homeless widows
3: Khai to dukhiya to yahan par jo hai woh to dukhiya hi hai koi khushi wala koi yahi par nahi rahega
1: this sanctuary is home to 100 widows aged between 50 and 100 dupali is one of them
0: and
3: my husband uske accident and
1: Some of the women here do have children, but in Indian culture, parents simply do not turn to their married daughters for help. And so if they have no sons to rely on, going to a sanctuary is their only choice.
3: India has been a poor country for generations. It could be related to poverty in those days, but that has turned into gender now. We don't drink in our daughter's house. We don't eat in our daughter's house. It could be, we don't want to depend on daughter, that's a better. No, culturally it is not accepted. If you genderized everything, then there is a problem of violence.
4: In India, almost 50% girls are still getting married before their legal age. And these marriages are arranged marriages. In middle-class families, if girls get married, you have to give money also with them, called dowry. Because the idea is, she's a useless person. She's a burden. So girls' parents need to give money. And today, it can be millions of rupees. So because of this tradition, people don't want daughters.
0: Pakistan <laughs> Pakistan.
1: And who's been an activist for women's liberation for decades, encourages women to speak out if they fall victim to harassment. Promoting women's rights, she says, is the first step towards redressing the problem of sexual violence against women.
4: Rape, all the research, psychological research says, rape is not a crime of sex. It is a crime of power. A man wants to show his power and in patriarchy men have power.
1: On Valentine's Day this year, there was a mass gathering in New Delhi. It was not just an Indian event. Called One Billion Rising, it was an international event calling on governments and people all over the world to address the problem of violence against women.
2: That's the hope and that's the dream and, and I hope that happens. Today it's all about being present, it's about, you know, being present in a large number that sends out a message that, that women are ready to reclaim the public space. That they that we, we're not going to tolerate violence against women anymore and enough is enough.
1: On the same day, the loud calls of the international gathering were sadly not heard in a village over 1,000 kilometers away. Three young girls were raped and killed.
5: If the state does not take responsibility, civil society alone cannot bring about transformation, you know, along with the evolution of ideas and values and norms. There are critical moments when there are change, you know, which happens overnight. And, and and I'm hoping that this whole December incident is going to speed up a lot of change.
3: Total violence-free cities and villages is a dream come true. May happen three generation later or two generations later. But, when violence, aberration has to take place this speaks, not heart and the mouth.
1: In closing, it's worth repeating Guri's and Sunila's words. If the state does not take responsibility, civic society alone cannot bring about transformation. But those in control of government must first clear their own minds of deep-seated bigotry.